Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 21 of the Broadview Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about uh, WandaVision's last episode. Sometimes I gotta, uh, and sometimes, and sometimes I gotta coach, coach, coach. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 21 of the Broadview. It's been a while since we've been on here. Our last two episodes were about the Mandalorian, and before that was about the election. Uh, So, you know, uh, it's been a while. You know, obviously, I've been active on the 476ers podcast, doing my thing there. If you're not listening to that, well, then that's a you problem. It's not a, well, it is a me problem too, because you're not listening to it, but it's a you problem because you're not listening to it because it's fantastic. I'm very good at this. Uh, Where else could you go to a feed for podcast and get a talk about basketball, get talk about nerd shit, get talk about politics, talk about social issues, pop culture. You don't get that from anywhere. And only here in a six month span, will you get a Star Wars deep dive, a review of the Nas album, and a review of WandaVision. So we're going to talk about <laughs> the latest episode. I think I'm going to try to do one of these a week talking about the, the latest episode because I, I there's a lot of channels uh, and shout out to them who do a lot of fantastic breakdowns about WandaVision um, and, you know, like Nerdist or New Rockstars or uh, Everything Always, right? Or uh, Emergency Awesome. All of these channels on YouTube do a banging job of breaking shit like this down um but i too am a nerd and i have different viewpoints of them of what they have and i sometimes think that they i don't know if they miss things or whatever i just have a different uh, opinion um of what they have so what i have here is my very old school notes in my uh, handy dandy notebook um that we're going to start so um so so the 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 the, we're gonna start i'm gonna start by going down these notes which are in order of the episode um and then at the end i'm gonna say what i think is happening to to an extent so we start off the episode and we have the malcolm in the middle type soundtrack um you know which is you know whatever it's a shout out to early 2000s sitcoms kind of i don't know the only time i ever watched malcolm in the middle was on fox after school. Uh, and at that time, I didn't watch it. You know what I mean? I was never, uh, it was never in the middle of my rotation. Uh, but one, a few things that I wanted to put point out in that, I mean, just obvious, uh, obvious Easter eggs, right? Don't stop the chaos. What if it's all an illusion? Um, what I suspect here, th- this to me is two parts. One, Wanda's magic is, is, is chaos magic. So don't stop the chaos, right? That would be a uh, an, uh, an allusion to what she, how she is controlling this area, right? She's controlling this, uh, how she is controlling Westview. And what if it's all an illusion? Now, this to me is, is, I'm, I'm going to get to that and what I think that could mean. Uh, we see Tommy and Billy and they're in their Wiccan and Wiccan and speed costumes. Uh, I always get them confused. Billy is, more in a Wiccan costume. Tommy is just rocking the colors until Pietro takes him off to get dressed. Um, Wendell, Wanda and Pietro start remembering their childhood differently. And I think that's a, this is a really interesting moment um, because they remember a kind of American, what I would consider, like, like, you know, Halloween is not a thing that they really celebrate 
in other parts of the world necessarily, especially not in Eastern Europe. You know what I mean? I mean, like countries like Russia, they don't celebrate anything, you know, except for the the re-election of their already decided president every time. I mean, they don't really celebrate that. They just tell us they are. Um, I'm sorry, that's going too far off. And so Halloween isn't really something they necessarily celebrate over there. Um, to me, it's, and not only that, but the memory, right, the music that they play, everything about that memory is like super American. It's like a super American memory. However, you have this like old Wachovian lady giving like almost what what you would imagine an American person thinks of what is happening in a country like that. Right. It's it, that is what the memory is. Now, Wanda, it, who remembers this is confusing, obviously, because there's a piece of this that's like very, um, very, very, very. It's who is right? Who's remembering it? Is Wanda remembering this? Is Pietro remembering this? Pietro tells her, "Well, you you know you've probably shut off a lot of memories. They remember this together somehow." To me, I think this is kind of like a memory of Pietro from the MCU and of Pietro and Peter, quote unquote. We'll call him Peter because that's his name in in X Men and Peter from X Men, where it's this American memory. And this Wachovia memory put together, which is big. I, I really, I, a lot of people are spitting out the idea that he is Mephisto, and I don't think that's true. I think, uh, I think that, I think. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, also, obviously, Wanda's wearing her Scarlet Witch costume, and Vision is wearing like a super duper, you know, lo-fi Vision costume from the comic books. Um, there's a, a this tension between Vision and, and and it's clear that Vision is now conscious of what's happening, you know, to 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 an extent. Next episode is going to be really interesting, right? Because there's there's a a trailer of Wanda saying this is our home and Vision saying then let's fight for it, which is almost as if is is Vision, you know, with the 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 actions at the end of the episode is vision now back in tow is he now back asleep or does he still know what's going on or is he just said fuck it if i walk out of here i'm dead if i stay here i'm alive you know what who knows um but vision says you know wanda asks wanda says something about his costume and vision says well there were no other clothes in the in the closet and then plays it off as if he is still within the narrative of the show um um so, so, uh, let me see here. There's also a couple lines here that there's a, no other clothes in the show. This whole nightmare. Um, somebody says this whole nightmare. Oh, oh, do we let this whole nightmare win? Uh, which I don't know if that's misdirect or if that's actually what's happening. A piece of me does think this is nightmare. Uh, and, and I have a, I have a, you know, I'm going to get back to that. I'm sorry. Uh, and then <clears throat> there's a part where, so, so we, we shift back at one point, we go back to Monica talking to uh, the director asshole, who I don't think is Mephisto or anyone evil. I just think that he's, I've seen a lot of theories about who he is. I just think he's a guy, a bureaucratic guy, maybe is even, um, could he be, you know, 
under Hydra, something like that. I don't really think he's anybody but that, you know, but he also seems to have PTSD, you know what I mean? Like he, the way it's acted, like sometimes I think that that's a thing that we get missed in, in some of the breakdowns is the way things are being acted, the way he acts his scene, he, he, he like is emotional talking to Monica about you guys weren't here during those five years. We're the ones who held it together, almost some like, you know, fuck out of here, right? And he acts it in a way that is not some evil shit. It's just some guy who went through a traumatic experience and is like, no, fuck this. I'm going to do it my way. And he's bullheaded, right? So I don't think he's anything evil. I, the, based on the way he acts that, I can't imagine that being a some sort of misdirect or something like that. But he does tell Monica when he tells her to leave, he says, I just think there's a little, a little Easter egg where he says, you don't have the stomach for this job. Uh, if you don't have a stomach for this job, then leave. Something like that, he says. And when you think back to when the X-rayed, when they X-rayed Monica, and they were the the, the X-ray machine was hovering over her body, it was like she didn't have the stomach, right? Because clearly she's somehow been altered. Was not clear as if she's been altered prior to going into the hex or post going into the hex. Because every time Marcy or somebody mentions it to her, she kind of plays it off like I don't want to talk about it, you know, as if she knows already or she knew already um so um and 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 i just find that you know interesting also what's kind of hilarious is when they leave they put on these hilarious disguises but not hilarious disguises they just put on like raincoats to try to blend in but monica's hair is wild i mean her hair is wild it's not a very good disguise just not a good disguise um there's a costume character in the street while they are, while they are, and I saw New Rockstars pointed this out while they are in the, well, I pointed it out. I didn't take this from New Rockstars, but they pointed it out and they have no idea. And I have no clue either. There is a, a costume character standing behind Wanda and it's garish. You know, he almost has like a, like this vulture face mask type thing and this black and is like very disturbing looking. He's just standing there watching, seemingly watching Wanda the whole time, not doing anything. And based on the later actions of the show, it's not like he's in a loop like some of the characters that are further out in Westview who seem to be in a loop the further away they are from Wanda. He just seems to be there doing some, I don't know, shady as shit. I have no idea. It just seems shady as fuck. Maybe he's Ralph. Um, where the fuck did these kids come from, right? That, you know, obviously we have no idea. Then we jump to the commercial. This commercial, I think, tells us everything that's happening. I think that, and now this is where I disagree to an extent with some of the channels I've seen break the commercial down, where I've seen some equate the kid on the island to Wanda. I don't think that's true. I think that kid on that island represents either Mephisto or nightmare now mephisto would be the obvious one because he literally says snacked on yo magic you know what i mean so, so could it be nightmare could one be nightmare and the shark be mephisto or something like that i don't think that kid is wanted because he starts snacking on the magic to get more powerful or whatever so could that be giving us some idea of what's happening you know what i mean where the, the, it's just very obvious snacked on yo magic Meaning that is a thing that Mephisto does in the comic books. But then on the other hand, this scene, this Westview is dreamlike, right? It's very dreamlike and that's super nightmare. So um, 
here is and then so here's another place where I think they they you know what before I even get I'm going to jump ahead of the Quicksilver thing. Uh, I, I just want to point out, apparently any scientist can be a hacker, hacker, which is weird. Marcy decides to stay behind to hack into the most secure network uh, in this reality. If you're a scientist in the MCU, you can hack into things. If you're a scientist in, in comics and in movies, you have the ability to hack into anything you want. And poor hackers out there who, who've been doing this shit, there's no physicist that's just going to hack into some shit. I just want to say that they're tracking uh, Vision's vibranium. Well, they're, they're specifically, they're tracking down the decomposition of Vision's vibranium, um, which is interesting because, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess it's not that interesting. Why are they tracking the vibranium? How are they tracking? Well, why, do the, why are they tracking the vibranium? How are they tracking the vibranium? You know what I mean? That, I've seen people suggest that, that somehow... The director is tied to Ultron. I don't know if I believe that, but could Ultron be around? I don't know. I don't think that's. I don't know. I think that's. A, I think that's a. I think that's a stretch. I think bringing Ultron back, which is kind of got it out. Not that Ultron. Listen, they kind of discard Ultron a little bit too easily. Not that they discard him easily, but Ultron could be like his own big bad asshole. You know what I mean? I don't know, but whatever. Uh, I just pointed out Westview was huge. Agnes at one point. So when Vision wakes up, Agnes. This is I've been standing by this for a while. I don't think Agnes is the bad guy because she somehow be involved. I think she is similar to, to 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 Quicksilver, where these two characters are being manipulated somehow. And it's not completely clear exactly how or what Agnes's role is. Agnes in the comic is someone teaching Wanda how to use her powers pretty much. Well, it what we assume is her, her name is Agatha Harkness. And in Marvel, it's Agnes. Um, and it's just not quite clear what her role is because she's under the influence. She's under the influence and she just pops in to give whatever he needs. And I think that that's, a, you know what? I think that's important to describe Quicksilver too, because Agnes just, right. That's what vision pops, pops in. Vision breaks the fourth wall a few times in the last few episodes saying, and here's Agnes with exactly what we needed, right? It's breaking the fourth wall, pointing out what the purpose of these characters. That's what Quicksilver does. And I, that's the thing that I'm going to say for last, because uh, I think that's the most important thing. Um, and, okay, and, and, and that's, that's, that's it. That's what I'm going to point out. The, all the other channels did a far bigger thing, breaking down a ton more detail. I just wanted to go through some of the, the main things that I wrote down. Now, the, the, the biggest thing that I'm thinking here. Right. If I had to break this down, the, the big picture, and this is where I think guys are getting are missing things. I think it's wrong to assume that there's only one villain here. You know what I mean? That there is just one bad guy and that's it. As if Loki wasn't working for Thanos to get the mind stone in the, or, or to get uh, which stone did he get? Well, whatever fucking stone he got. I can't remember the space stone. I don't remember whatever stone he got in Avengers one. As if, as if, uh, what's his face? Um, this asshole in Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't fighting to get that that stone. Uh, in Guardians, all of the, the we saw Thanos dispatch people literally to to get the stones before we even saw Thanos with little Easter eggs leading to Thanos. Right? I think that's the point. So acting like there can only be Nightmare, or it can only be Mephisto, or it can only be Agatha, or it can only be whatever I think is wrong. I think we're off base. I think if I had to guess what's happening here, I think Nightmare is largely behind what's happening here in Westview. 
I think that ultimately the end of this show doesn't end with any resolution. I don't think there's a resolution coming in this show. The resolution comes in Doctor Strange, maybe. And then, you know, who knows how, how everything gets built out into the, the bigger picture. Maybe there isn't a resolution to this show until, like, you know, closer to Phase 5 or something like that. So I think Nightmare is behind this because based on everything we're seeing, will this Nightmare end? Is that misdirected? Could be. It's a little bit too obvious. Um, the song in the beginning, what if it's all an illusion? Uh, you know, you can almost say dreams are like an illusion type state. Um, feasting on your magic. Well, Nightmare in the comic books literally feasts on dreams and nightmares. He's like a Meek Mill. He's like Meek Mill's first album, just feasting on dreams and nightmares. Um, I'm sorry. And, and see, you can only get that type of commentary here. Um, it just seems like Nightmare has been rumored to be the, the bad guy in the next Doctor Strange. It would make sense to me. Nightmare is not stronger than Mephisto. I mean, Mephisto 1 has been rumored to be the big bad. But just in the scope of Marvel, Mephisto goes back to, uh, goes, goes back to whatchamacallit, to, uh, I mean, M Mephisto is as old as the Infinity Stones. He's as old as the universe in the MCU. He's as old as the universe itself. You know what I mean? He is the embodiment of evil, and he's not the embodiment of evil because he himself is a bad guy, per se. He's the embodiment of evil because he is what evil is in the universe. He is the embodiment of that. His nature is to be that way. He's not he, He's not Joker with a crazy backstory becomes a bad guy or, or Thanos with a crazy backstory that becomes a bad guy. He just is evil, right? He just is that in Marvel. Uh, and in the comic books, obviously, Tommy and Wiccan are part of his soul. So he, a lot of a big one of his goals in the comics is to be able to be manifested into the real world, which he does by making deals with people. Uh, and and part of that is Wanda manifesting Tommy and uh, Tommy and Billy, which helps bring Mephisto into the real world because they are pieces of his soul. Those kids die. Tom, you know, Wanda snaps. They then get reincarnated later into largely Wiccan and Speed. But, um, and then Nightmare, I mean, just ha saying Nightmare could work for Mephisto just makes a ton of sense. They've never worked, for, as far as I know or can tell, they've never worked with each other in the comic books. Uh, but Nightmare is one, of, is one of Doctor Strange's main villains and one of his main biggest arcs over the last few years is him fighting Nightmare and Nightmare being a cocksucker and making it very, very difficult. Doctor Strange has assholes as bad guys. He has a lot of assholes as bad guys. Spider-Man, on the other hand, doesn't have guys that are world beaters, right? He has guys. This is why people talk about Doctor Strange as one of the more powerful characters. The problem with Doctor Strange, which we they haven't touched on in here in Marvel, but they touched on in his comics, is that for all of the all the magic and all of the spells he casts come with a price. His, his magic is almost like an alchemy type of thing, where it's you know there needs to be an equal trade. You can't just you cast this. You can't just cast a spell without sacrificing something, and it catches up to him in some of the later comics that that came out over the last few years. And Nightmare takes advantage of that. Um, so, so could this dream, like state, be be aligning two characters who are not necessarily aligned? There, there wouldn't really necessarily be a Mephisto, a Nightmare working for Mephisto per se, because Nightmare is powerful. Nightmare can't be killed. As long as people have dreams and nightmares, Nightmare exists. Um, in the comics, he does, uh, I think he gets killed or vanquished by his own daughter, very like, uh, you know, very Teen Titans-ish, like with Raven, but um, 
and she ends up taking his spot, you know, as like the dream. I forgot what her name, dream something is. And, um, and, but ultimately nightmare can't be killed. As long as there are dreams and nightmares in the world, nightmare exists. So is he as powerful as Mephisto? No, but is he impossible to eliminate? Yes. Could they be coming together to work together, for example, and say, Hey, let's take advantage of this chick who has PTSD clearly because her husband was murdered uh and you know she's like having a breakdown she has this powerful magic that i feed on that you could feed on if she just takes a segment of this population and puts them in this dreamlike trance you can, can just feed on these people's dreams and nightmares th just this entire time based off of her magic and i could also feed on her magic and use her to essentially manifest pieces of my soul into the real world that to me is what makes the most sense I don't think Quicksilver is Mephisto, even though the funniest thing is the argument for him being Mephisto, one of the arguments, which I didn't see anyone point out, is when they when he goes into his costume, right? When he goes into his Quicksilver costume, he goes to the comic book hair. And, you know, it's similar, but the hair is really in, enveloped in a way that is very like, uh, you know, look like horns. You know, I don't know. Like, would that be a clue? I don't know. No one pointed that out. I found that interesting. I don't think he's Mephisto, though. Could he be working? Could he be influenced by Mephisto? Yes. Ultimately, what I what I wanted to pause on earlier was Quicksilver explaining what he is here for, right? And this is another thing I think people miss. When he explains it, he says, you know, I'm here to bring you grief and all that, right? Well, a lot of people try to point that out as saying, he, he's saying that he is that's his cell is Mephisto, but they missed that right after he says, I'm here to bring you grief. He says, isn't that what you wanted? Right. All of this. And while Quicksilver somehow has an understanding outside of the universe, I was also breaking the fourth wall of this show that's being cast. Right. He. Him saying that means that he almost his conscience would have been rewritten to be here so he could be this isn't this what you wanted you know what i mean he's asking that now could that be a nefarious thing listen i could be wrong maybe he is mephisto and he's saying is this what you wanted isn't this what you wanted a deal with the devil here essentially right i don't think that's the case i think he's there maybe under mephisto's power or influence i think that's probably likely could Mephisto be powerful enough to bring somebody from another reality into this reality? Did whatever Wanda do unite realities here? I mean, Doctor Strange is the multiverse of madness. To go backwards, right, and say that Quicksilver is Mephisto would be to waste the opportunity to introduce the multiverse and bring the X-Men in. To just waste Evan Peters would waste that opportunity. You know what I mean? That completely wastes that opportunity. So, so just from a show standpoint or from a writing standpoint, why? to me, that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you have him as Evan Peters being influenced by Mephisto, just, just confused of, what's, of everything that happened, just confused of everything that's happening here, right? And, and, you know, coming here, have some of the memories of him previously, knowing that he was killed, that he's been dead and now is alive and just saying, yeah, you know, I'm down with whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? You're my sister. I'm, I'm down with it. What's interesting is we never see his sister in, in the X-Men, you know, Scarlet Witch doesn't really exist in that universe. You know what I mean? As far as we know, 
obviously, because she existed here. Um, so, it, it, you know, how much he knows what he knows when he knew it is all confusing. I just think it'd be a waste of time to introduce him as just a, a, a puppet for Mephisto in the in a way that um, in the way that he is Mephisto. It's interesting to keep in mind that at different times, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver have been bad guys. Uh, not necessarily bad guys because they're evil, bad guys because they are the children of Magneto and Magneto, they would work with, work with or for Magneto more famously with how, the House of N comics where Wanda essentially gives the world to Magneto, which we see a, a fraction of her power here as she expands Westview. I mean, who knows how much he expanded it? You know, it was five square miles. That bitch tripled probably, you know, because remember, it's expanding out, right? So every time it expands out, that expansion gets multiplied and multiplied and multiplied as it's going out, right? So who knows how big this bitch is now? Westview is Eastview, you know what I mean? Now it's the same, so who knows? Um, A couple questions to, to keep in mind here, I think, that to going forward what with what's going to happen. So obviously, who is Quicksilver? What is his nature? I, I said what I think. I think Quicksilver, I think is Quicksilver. You know what I mean? Being influenced by Mephisto, by what's happening here, uh, and is a bad guy. Uh, is Vision still alive? I think Vision might still be alive, just not in that body. Just like Ultron, right? Remember in Ventures 2, Ultron had the ability to transfer his consciousness from Ultron body to Ultron body. I think Vision probably has the same ability. Why wouldn't he have the same ability to do that? You know, he's he's just an AI powered by the Mind Stone. Is it possible that Shuri, remember, the end of Infinity War is Shuri desperately trying to find a way to get Vision to work without the Mind Stone, right? She's working on it. She, she They're not trying to find a way. She has a way to do it. She's just working on doing that so they can extract the Mind Stone, have Vision still be alive and destroy it. So could Vision just be that? Vision doesn't have the Mind Stone in the comics. You know, it's just Vision. So he would just be reverting to his pre-MCU self where he is just the guy without the Mind Stone. Um, so could his body be existing somewhere else? I don't think Vision is dead per se. I think this body is dead and it's being puppeted by Wanda. I think that's an important thing because I don't think Wanda can bring people back to life in here. I think that that is a misdirect. Her ability to bring things back to life is a misdirect. She couldn't bring the dog back to life. She said, you know, some things have to stay dead, blah, 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 blah. Whatever she said is bullshit. She couldn't bring that dog back to life. Quicksilver, she didn't bring back to life. They brought in a different Quicksilver from a different multiverse, right? From a different universe, an alternate timeline. They bring in that Quicksilver. She didn't bring him back to life. She doesn't bring Vision back to life because ultimately that Vision is just a body. It's just a body. It's a cyborg. You know what I mean? Being powered by the Mind Stone, which in this reality of Avengers, Wanda's powers are manifested from. She is her, her powers are a manifestation of the Mind Stone, which they might use to bring in mutants. I don't, or, or which they could use to bring in superpowered individuals, like what's happening with Monica Rambeau. Did 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 her powers awaken something? Right. I think one thing that that. New Rock Stars has pointed out, which is I think is probably spot on, is that they're probably going to explain it a way that some characters have their their molecular structure is available to mutation. And that's what happened to Quicksilver. That's what happened to Wanda. That's what's happening to Monica. I don't think that's going to explain all the all the mutants, though, when we get all the mutants. So the next question after that is, well, there's supposed to be some big 
cameo on the scope of Luke Skywalker. Let's keep that in mind. So when you're giving out pre predictions, what character in Marvel is Luke Skywalker's scope? Well, in terms of legend, in terms of power and ability, there's really two, arguably. You know what I mean? There's really only two. If it's a cameo, that means we must know who the person is already. And according to Paul Bettany, he's never worked with this person, has always wanted to work with this person. So that leaves like two likely people, two or three likely people. Patrick Stewart as Professor X, which is my bet, uh, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, Ian McKellen as Old Magneto. Or actually, I think he was in a movie with Ian McKellen. Or uh, Michael Fassbender, who he hasn't been in a movie with as young Magneto. Could they make an appearance in this show now? As a cameo, I think Professor X makes sense to me because I think that, like, obviously Magneto makes sense because he's Wanda's father in another reality, right? Okay, that that is obvious, but that is a closed loop for the story, right? By bringing Professor X in, you're opening something more because what Wanda's doing here, she's manipulating people's minds here, right? Which is not something we've really seen her do. Oh, well, that's not true. We have seen her do it, just not to this extent. The thing that's important, which I think a lot of people pointed out as a Magneto influence, when she has everyone turn their guns on the on director fuck, fuck face over here, right, is because Magneto did that. But Magneto did that controlling the guns themselves. If Professor X did it, it'd be doing it controlling the minds. You know what I mean? So could Professor X pop in here? That's going to be my bet. I, I might be wrong. I probably am. I'm going to just bet Professor X. Who is the aerospace engineer? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Reed Richards. I think a lot of people are going all over the place. I've seen people say it's Hank McCoy, uh, Beast. Some people suggest it's Rhodey. Listen, there's only one person who's ever been called or has been said that they specialize in aerospace engineering, and that is Reed Richards, the only scientist in the MCU, as far as I know, that's ever been considered that. He's not necessarily an aerospace engineer. He's a genius, but one of his geniuses is with the focus of aerospace engineering. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go ahead and bet. Considering that Monica wanted to be out in space, well, Reed Richards, all space shit is the Fantastic Four. We're overcomplicating this. I think it's Reed Richards. Um, and who's Dottie? I have been kicking around the idea that Dottie is, uh, is maybe a combination of people. I don't know. I'm kicking the idea that she's Emma Frost, right? And that's why in episode two, Emma Frost is obviously a very powerful telepathic in X in the X-Men world. And the fact that there's all this tension in episode two, could she be, could she have been almost at this weird war with Wanda, right? And she was never in this universe to begin with. She has been brought in from a different universe by accident. I don't know. I'm just kicking an idea around. We don't know who Dottie is. In episode three, when they're putting up the characters on the board and they say, uh, Dottie's not here. She's, oh, where is she on the board? Oh, they probably just haven't gotten to her yet. No, come on. Come on. That's misdirect. That's obvious misdirect. Dottie, we don't know who Dottie is because she's not from this reality, is my guess. Um, I've seen a bunch of different guesses. Her husband is is somebody who exists in the MCU, married to a character who, who is strong in magic. I can't remember what that character's name is, but I'm going to go ahead and say Emma Frost just because I'm a fucking thug. I do what I want. Um, and that those are the questions, right? What's going to happen to Marcy or uh, Darcy now? We have no clue. You know what I mean? Now that she's in the hex, you know, who the hell knows? Um, but we also got to see the power 
the ability that Wanda has, I mean, the comics famously over the, in, I think it was this happens five years ago where she says no more mutants in the comics essentially wipes out like 99% of mutants on earth. Um, and leads a small, leaves a small faction who then goes to war using the power of, uh, of whatchamacallit of, uh, of the Phoenix. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Those are my guesses. You know what I mean? I think we're going to see Reed. I think we're going to see, if not Professor X, I don't know who, I mean, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender have made a movie before called Wimbledon, which looks horrible. Um, but we'll see. You know what I mean? I could be wrong. Obviously, listen, these guys, like, again, New Rock, all those guys are geniuses when it comes to this. They also have teams doing this. You know, I'm just a guy in the world, you know, like, no doubt, writing shit down here uh, with my best guesses. This is what I think is going to happen. You know what I mean? But I think that the assumption of Quicksilver being Mephisto probably isn't it. You know what I mean? Just based off of his, uh, what he says, I don't think that's it. So uh, that's it, everyone. That's my little breakdown of this episode. We'll see what happens next week. Um, you know, there's a trailer out for it. The trailer doesn't have a lot, which tells me probably that the next episode is going to be have a lot of fucking things happen. The least, the less amount of shit that's in the trailer. I mean, they're gonna they're coming to present day. Oh yeah, also why it's not Mephisto? Why I don't think it's Mephisto, right? Why Quicksilver is not Mephisto? Because this happens in the '90s, right? The the the, the era of sitcom that this. When he comes in, the era of sitcom is like a 90s era sitcom. And it's not, why wouldn't Mephisto just bring in Aaron Taylor Johnson if it was that easy? What's the point of then bringing in a different character to play Quicksilver, which Wanda somehow recognizes immediately, mind you? I think that it's Quicksilver. Maybe it's influenced by Mephisto, but it's Quicksilver. Anyway, um, that's it, everyone. Uh, you know the drill. Wash your hands. We'll see what happens on the next episode. Um, stay safe. You know they're going to come to like a modern family. It looks like almost in this night and the next episode, which is going to come current. I mean, this is clearly where this is crashing into, right? They're going modern family, which is two thousands. I don't know if there's any two thousand tens. Maybe they'll go like always sunny in Philadelphia. That'd be fucking hilarious. I don't think so though. Um, in the next two episodes, but I don't think so. I think next next week's episode leads us to a present day type of finale thing. You know what I mean? We're like, this is where it is now and this is where it's finna be. Like, we're gonna keep it up here. You know what I mean? So um, I expect to see Reed Richards here. I just think that makes a ton of sense with S.W.O.R.D. Um, I don't see how Hank McCoy necessarily makes sense here. I, I Again, I get the idea of it because he's worked for S.W.O.R.D. before, but if you're bringing Hank McCoy in, that means he doesn't have powers. It can't be a mutant Hank McCoy. You know what I mean? He would have to get the powers from the Hex. Um, and nowhere in any literature or is it even deemed that he's an aerospace engineer. He's just really smart. You know what I mean? He's a fucking genius. Could he be an aerospace engineer? Yeah, sure. I wouldn't put it beyond Beast. He's a fucking genius. But Reed is an aerospace engineer. You know what I mean? So that's just my opinion. You know, we'll see. I think so. I think we're overthinking it. Is, is I just think we're overthinking it. Um... Yeah, that's it. Let's let's see what happens. You know what I mean? I'm excited for this era of Marvel. There's a ton of shit that's going to happen. I think at the end of this season, I'll talk about some of the things um, that is clear with, with, I think, where they're going to end up going with Captain America and why I think Wolverine is probably good. I mean, not Captain America, with uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and why I think Wolverine is going to make an appearance in there. And I'll talk about that when we get there. But um, it's an exciting time. 
You know what I mean? The nerd in me is alive and well, is awakened, is awoken with, you know, hope and love. You know, because Sony had been fucking up X-Men for so long, just ruining my childhood at every turn. Just ruining it. You know, my childhood was ruined for a lot of other reasons. Uh, you know, a ton of different traumas. And then Sony came and just my last hope, my last vestige. And Sony comes and crushes it like the end of Game of Thrones. Goes full end of Game of Thrones on my childhood by ruining uh, X-Men and Spider-Man pretty much. So we'll see what happens. Everyone stay safe. Wash your hands. We can get out of this pandemic if we stay together by staying apart. You know and I me, mean? Black Lives Matter. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. You know the drill. That's it. Sometimes I gotta. And sometimes and sometimes I gotta. Sometimes, sometimes I gotta, I gotta, and sometimes.